Look at your own relationship with a covert narcissist in your life. So many of us deferred to this person, believing that they knew more about life than we did. They play that image so well that it's so easy to just give in to, especially if we grew up believing that others are smarter than we are or more important than we are. The covert narcissist fits that empty hole in us like a perfect fit. Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. I am the mom. I know everything and I am right about everything. I am the dad. I know how to handle life. Don't tell me what to do. It is true that parents know more than kids. Yes. It is also true that parents have more life experience than kids and thus they can reason through things better than kids. Sure. However, parents are not always right. They don't know everything. Unless, of course, you are a covert narcissist. I'm Renee Swanson, your host of the Covert Narcissism Podcast. And today we are talking about covert narcissist and parenthood, such a deadly and painful combination. If you are watching this on YouTube or listening to this podcast, wherever you are today, please hit that subscribe button, that follow button, so that you can stay current on the material that we are providing. But not only that, you then help us to spread the word to more people. You are vital in this mission to reaching our world of people just like you who are living in this nightmare. You see, covert narcissists know everything, and they are always right. And they make sure that you know that. They make sure that everyone around them, all of those closest to them, know this. So even when they have no idea what they are talking about, they'll just make it up. Then they will stand behind those words. They will defend them adamantly as though they hold a PhD in the topic. Covert narcissists protect their image at all costs. And one of those images is that they're always right. They are the smartest person they know. This is not an opinion to them, but rather it's a hard fact. Clearly, no one in this world knows more than they do about any given topic. So that is one image that they hold and defend. And it does not seem to matter what their job or position is in life. Covert narcissists appear over a broad spectrum of jobs. They come from many different professions, and each one of those plays into that self-image that they have. You know, I'm the doctor, so I know what I'm talking about. You better listen. Or I'm the lawyer, so I'm really smart. Or I'm the police officer, so you better do what I say. Or I'm the college professor, so I know a lot. And if they can't hold on to an image because of a job, then they'll just rely on something else. I played football in high school, so I know how to be dedicated uh, regardless of their current laziness or procrastination. Or I was a dance star in college, so everyone loves me regardless of their lack of friendships today. Now, when they become a parent, this just adds to their image repertoire. I'm the mom or I'm the dad. And overnight, I magically now have all the answers. Just because I brought a little one into this world, I now am superior and am to be respected. 
Covert narcissists live life through an image machine in their head. It's like they're looking at the world through a viewmaster. Did you ever see one of those viewmasters as kids where you, you put the goggles at your face or the camera at your face and you click the little button and the image just spins to the next image and the next image? That's how they see life. Or like a VR headset. And in their headset, they are the most awesome thing ever. You know, I can just see them in this headset. They look down at their own hands and their hands are just glowing with radiance because they are so amazing. But this is how they walk through life. When you combine covert narcissism with parenthood, that image machine is incredibly damaging to the children. I am the mom. I know best. You must listen to me at all times. You must obey my words. You must respect me. This is the dialogue that's going on inside their head. This means you smile when I look at you. You stand up straight. You always say, yes, ma'am. It's your job to make me look good as a mom because clearly I'm the best mom ever. How about the dad? I am the dad. I know best. You are so lucky to have me as a father. I don't ever do anything wrong, and you should always show an attitude of gratefulness. If you don't, you're an ungrateful scum. You must be respectful to me at all times, and this means you drop everything and you run to greet me when I come home from my hard day of work. You stand perfectly still when I talk to you, and you remain silent unless I speak to you. Covert narcissists are tough enough to deal with. Adding the parent image is just another layer of complex toxicity. Look at your own relationship with a covert narcissist in your life. So many of us deferred to this person, believing that they knew more about life than we did. They play that image so well that it's so easy to just give in to, especially if we grew up believing that others are smarter than we are or more important than we are. The covert narcissist fits that empty hole in us like a perfect fit. At the beginning of our relationship, I quickly deferred to my new partner. He clearly was smarter than me. He seemed to know a whole lot of stuff, and what he didn't know, he just made it up really well, and I had no clue that's what was going on. I didn't know he was making stuff up. He seemed to have all the answers, so it made sense to defer to him. Over time, however, I started realizing that he didn't know what he was talking about all the time. Sometimes, yes, but not always, but it made me feel really dumb really small. In fact, sometimes he was just playing wrong, even though he was super convinced he was right. There was no room for another opinion. There was no room for me to have a voice of my own. As an adult, I was finally able to start seeing through this, but it took some time. Even though I was living this every day as an adult, I still struggled to make sense of it. It still took a long time for me to quit turning to him for the advice on everything. You know, covert narcissists are not the ones that we should be turning to for advice on familial relationships or how to connect with a friend or how to be more helpful or productive in life. They are not the ones we should be listening to. I'm just saying. Now think about these kids. It does not matter what the child thinks or feels at any, any given moment. It does not matter what they say. The covert narcissistic parent is always right about anything. Even if the child is fairly certain that the parent is mistaken, the parent will make it crystal clear that they are right. There is no room to hear what the child is saying. There is no room for that child to have an opinion or even a question. There's just no space for it. 
So a child's instincts might be telling them that their parent is wrong, but the parent is strongly defending that they are right. So strongly that the child backs down and it causes the child ultimately to doubt themselves. Their parent must be right. My mom or dad knows more than me, so clearly I am wrong. And when a child feels, let's say, that the parent is belittling them or tearing them down, we all do that sometimes. It happens with every parent alive. We're all guilty of this from time to time. But when a child tries to express it, does the parent listen? When the parent insists that that's not true, I would never do that. I love you, and that would never happen. You're just imagining that. You need to learn to trust me. They declare their intense love for that child and that they are only doing what is best for that child. And what does the child learn? The child learns not to trust their own feelings and instincts. This gaslighting leads to serious amounts of cognitive dissonance in these children of covert narcissists. Their gut or instinct says one thing, but their parent is saying the complete opposite. They learn that they are wrong even when they are not. So when their gut is telling them this one thing and they doubt it and believe something entirely different, they ultimately learn to never trust their own instincts. We were adults when we entered these relationships with the covert narcissist, and look how much we doubted ourselves. Having a really difficult time hanging on to our own thoughts, our own opinions, our own feelings. This is magnified for children. They don't have a healthy, self-sufficient them before this abuse to lean back on. There is no them that existed before this environment with a covert narcissist. I'll give you another example. The child may feel that the parent is misrepresenting something. Maybe they just don't have all the information that the child has, but the parent will convince them, the child, that they are the one that's confused. This is the effect of gaslighting, causing one to, to doubt their own sense of reality. As an adult, we had a sense of reality before this relationship, and yet we were quite shaken by this relationship. A child develops their sense of reality during their childhood years. So the foundation being laid, it's a warped sense of reality. As you can see, a covert narcissist's need to always be right is incredibly damaging to a growing and developing child. This damage can carry into their adulthood years. Things like the children will learn to doubt themselves. They don't trust their own perceptions. The children might try to live up to being perfect. No room for mistakes leading to massive self-judgment. It can even lead to a more codependent lifestyle. Or the child might mimic that parent. They develop an image that they start living up to. And they learn that they must always be right too. Well, nobody's right all the time. And our kids need to know that. But they need to know that from us too. When they develop that image and start believing that they have to be right all the time, this is, could lead them to develop a narcissistic lifestyle. I've used the analogy of a grenade inside a tank in a previous episode. If you missed that one, please go back and listen to it. It is a good one. Your mind in these relationships is just ready to explode. Your feelings are so overwhelmed with adrenaline because of the fight or flight mode that you're living in all the time, the hypervigilance, the constant arguments and justifications, validations going on in your head. You're like a grenade inside just waiting to explode. On the outside, on the outside, you become as solid as a tank. Walls are up, the doors are shut, defenses are in place, and you are ready for battle. 
This is our life, a grenade inside a tank when we're with a covert narcissist. Your children are going through this too. For a child, the grenade is an overwhelming amount of confusing emotions, a whole lot of self-blame. You see, kids can't lay blame where blame belongs, and so they internalize it. It's like a script that they follow. This is all my fault. I'm not good enough. This is the grenade that exists inside of them. The tank, the tank for a child is this void of being unable to explain what's going on. They don't have the words for it yet. They don't have the life experience yet. So they can't describe it. They can't verbalize it. They can't voice it. They don't even have the people experience to put blame where blame belongs or the trust to be able to open up to friends and family. They do not have the safety to begin to process putting this into words. Everything gets deeply internalized behind a wall of fear, fear of judgment, fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, fear of actually not being good enough. In the next few episodes, I'm going to talk about how to help these kids of ours. No matter what age they are, you are the best anchor they have. Your own healing path, living that in front of them, living your uh, humanness, letting them see the mistakes you make and owning up to things because that's one of the best things you can teach your kids is that they're not perfect either. We are the best anchor that they have, whether they realize it or not. They need you to lead the way towards healing and safety. I wish you and your kids so much peace on your journey of healing. You have been listening to the Covert Narcissism Podcast with your host, Renee Swanson. Be sure to check out our website at www.covertnarcissism.com. There you will find many resources just for you to help you on this journey. You can also reach out to me by email at Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are CNG as in Covert Narcissism Group. I do look forward to hearing from you. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. The information provided by Renee Swanson and the Covert Narcissism Podcast is for educational purposes only and is not to be used for diagnosis purposes and not intended to be a substitute for clinical care. Please consult a healthcare provider for guidance specific to your case. This material discusses narcissism in general. It does not claim that any specific person has narcissism and should not be used to refer to any specific person as having narcissism. Permission is not granted to link to or repost this material to support an allegation or a claim that any specific person is a narcissist. That would be an unauthorized misuse of the material and information provided.